0: Hello, everyone. I am Alexandra Liamoyaboui, happy to share the first part of this series, answering the question, what is the current state of play in Africa's healthcare sector with a specific focus on Nigeria? Today's guest is Vivian Nwaka, the co-founder and CEO of MedSaf, an enterprise pharma supply chain company based in Lagos. This is Onajuwa, where we offer minimal actionable responses to important questions in about 15 minutes or less. But before we get to that, let's pay some bills.
1: Social Stack co-founder and CEO, Andrew Berkowitz. What are you doing in our promo segment? Well, Ndile, I'm here to announce proof of play on Cello. Listeners can finally earn the ATRU token just by listening to the podcast. You don't say. I do say. All listeners have to do is sign up for their social token wallet at wallet.socialstack.co. And at the end of every episode, they can fill out the Google form in the show notes to answer the question that the ATRU team asks and earn ATRU social tokens just for listening in. You heard the man, folks. Sign up for your SocialStack wallet at wallet.socialstack.co to access your CILO address right now. Then all you need to do is pop your name, email address, and CLO address into the Google form linked in the show notes along with the answer to this question. Which African country attracted the most tech venture capital in 2020? The answer at the end of this episode, so stay listening.
0: Like most life changes, Midsav was born out of personal stories. The passing of Vivian's friend who was killed by fake drugs. Vivian and her team went on to launch a pharmaceutical tech company that brings a database that creates solutions to process drug delivery in Nigeria. And with the help of several investors such as SeedStars, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and the lead investor, Google Launchpad Accelerator, Medsaf has raised around $1.7 million in six rounds since their last rounds in 2019. Now, here's Vivian Waka factoring in on three questions. How big is Nigeria's healthcare sector? What does the scene look like at grassroots level? And how are tech startups like MEDSAF attempting to usher in a new paradigm in Nigeria's pharmaceutical industry?
2: In uh, MEDSAF, you know, we are a pharmaceutical technology company and we're distributing pharmaceutical products, you know, uh, medications and consumables to hospitals and pharmacies. And that industry on paper is projected to be about $2, million, $2 billion a year. In Nigeria, I believe it's $14 billion across Africa. That's the projections on a, on a yearly basis. But one definitely big learning lesson that I found starting a business in Nigeria is that a lot of the ways that people kind of quantify what's actually happening on the ground is not really transparent. So that information really isn't so easy to be aggregated. So a lot of things and numbers, you know, can potentially be in the dark and specifically in the pharmaceutical industry where you have, you know, majority of medications and consumables coming in from, I think it's over 95% of everything is imported. You know, local manufacturing isn't you know, at its peak yet. Um, So you've got such a huge importation, reliance on importation, you know, definitely medications or consumables going, coming into the country through the borders or through the ports that might not necessarily be recognized. um, That's definitely an issue. And then of course, medications that are not registered in the formal, you know, regulatory uh, system also, you know, won't necessarily get counted. The reality is, is that, you know, how big is the healthcare sector? You know, I wouldn't necessarily say that the numbers are are so trustworthy in total. I would definitely say that there's, what they said uh, when we started the company was that the pharmaceutical industry was projected to be about 10 times, you know, the formal industry. So I think that's a key piece of, Trying to understand healthcare in Africa or healthcare in Nigeria is that a lot of work needs to be done on bringing dark or gray parts of, of the healthcare system into the light. And I believe that companies like MedSAf, which are pharmaceutical technology companies, you know, we're creating that database and uh, the processes that make it easy for products to move through our system and be registered and counted and tracked you know, we're you know, the companies that are bringing, you know, this healthcare industry into the light. Today, I just came back from a, a doctor's conference. And, you know, the reality is, is that it's extremely underfunded in general. Uh, and the private sector really drives the healthcare in a Nigerian context. So you have doctors who are struggling because, you know, they went to school to be doctors, they want to give good patient care but they're also dealing with all of the challenges of building a business, right? Because they've now got, you know, have to take on the challenge of building a hospital and running it professionally through their own funding, their own funding sources uh, to be able to be successful. And so you've got an industry that's just drastically underfunded and with minimal support from a government perspective. There are programs I think that have been successful, like HIV, for example. You know those medications are free. You can go to a government hospital and get any of those medications to manage your care. But definitely, funding the percentage of the of the budget that actually goes to healthcare is is very very low. And then of course you've got I think in health insurance. When the last time I checked was, you know, under five percent of the population has health insurance and most of the population that does have health insurance would be working for large corporations or they would be working for the government and so that's a very tiny part uh, or piece of of the total population and so majority of your health care costs are going to be out of pocket and so if you're wealthy i think before covid-19 if you needed health care you flew out of the country to go and get it right because You know, you you even see, I think our president right now is literally on a healthcare trip in London. So you see wealthy Nigerians can fly and go elsewhere, but, you know, the average person has to pull money and resources from family and networks to really kind of take care of any large problems. And of course, with COVID-19, travel is just not as easy as an option as it was before. You know, whether it's the vaccine passports or requirements, or even just the giving out of visas, you know, which is already hard enough for the average Nigerian, right? But now after COVID-19, you know, the excuse is, oh, you know, it's COVID-19, right? So it's even harder to leave the country. And so you now, I would say, see people really kind of starting to look around and say, okay, well, what are the healthcare options here? And and there is definitely investment that is coming and and improving the industry overall, but it's a little for a, a massive problem. So healthcare in an, a Nigerian context is bleak. We are at the forefront of proving to the masses that you can use technology to, you know, our model is that we're, you know, MedSaf is our platform is increasing access. So making it easier for pharmaceutical companies know that their products can move through the system. So introducing the introduction of new products or products that are typically not available in a Nigerian context, or maybe we're not registered properly. You know, we're we're kind of creating this avenue, this transparent supply chain for that improvement on access of medications. We are helping to reduce the cost of medications because by having this really great service, that hospitals and pharmacies anywhere in the country can sign up and actually can purchase medications or consumables from our platform, and we can help them manage their medication needs. You know, we now have, you know, some crucial information around where these medications are located across the country and also where they're needed. And that allows you to, that aggregation power allows you to drop prices and be transparent about your prices. Um, which then allows hospitals to purchase uh, reduce costs on medication purchases, not only from the price point of the medication itself, but also all the investment that goes in their individual operation to procuring those medications, going out to the market or you know going out to pick up medications the day throughout the day, or you know, not being able to kind of really vet you know their prices against others. And of course, the quality of the medications start to increase when you're able to to have better pricing. So if maybe I was going to pick a tier three medication, maybe an unbranded generic, maybe because I I see better pricing on with MedSAF, I might be able to get a branded generic or maybe even a, a tier one medication that's gone through that R and D process and, you know, has been formulated in a really good way for whatever the ailment might be a better medication at a better cost or you know you can actually uh, we actually have about seven various layers of quality control um checks and balances that go through our platform or, or that medications go through when they go through our platform so we also just in the, the process of moving medications from point A to point B are improving the quality of medications that end up getting to our end user. So this is just an example of how uh, using technology and really data analytics, which a lot of people don't talk enough about, but that's really how we're kind of able to you know, handle the orders that go through our system. By doing that, now we're able to kind of drop prices and make medication more accessible uh, to the average hospital or pharmacy, which of course means that the patient you know, now has better options as far as medications. We recently just started shipping out across the country, you know, so we're, we're starting to get orders from hospitals or hospitals, mostly in clinics that are in, you know, more rural areas of the country. And so, you know, they're getting access to medications that uh, typically would have been a little bit harder for them to get access to. And so this is how you can, use technology to really democratize, you know, medication distribution, which in turn improves the overall healthcare outcomes for a country like Nigeria, creating this kind of network effect because, you know, guess what? You know, when we first started, a lot of our hospitals were completely on paper, nothing was digital. And then, you know, we started seeing them starting to adapt to Excel, which is great. And then we started seeing people talking about, okay, I'm putting EMR systems in place and things like that. And so now it's not even just their medications because remember, they have to get their medications every day. So they're seeing technology improve the way they're getting their medications, but then they're realizing the benefit of, taking that same concept to other parts of the business like managing patients or you know working with insurance companies um etc that makes it even easier for them to do their jobs too so overall the digitization of healthcare whether it's telemedicine or a company like Medsaf or an EMR company is just going to make it easier and more accessible for the average african to to get Better quality healthcare. Hope
0: you found that useful. There's more coming to you next week. Before we go, here's NDLE with a suite to this week's question.
1: And here we are with the answer to today's question which African country attracted the most tech venture capital in 2020? Well, the answer is it depends. Now, according to Partec Africa, Nigeria came out tops at 307 million. The Disrupt Africa report reckons Kenya edged out Nigeria, uh, coming in at 191.4 million. And the Brighter Bridges report doesn't even list Nigeria in their top five because their report is based on where startups are, in fact, domiciled. So by that standard, the U.S. comes out tops, but since the U.S. is not an African country, South Africa wins out at 119.7 million, according to Brighter Bridges. Now, any of those three answers will do, folks. Again, all you need to do is pop your name, email address, and Celo address into the Google form linked in the show notes, along with any of the three correct answers to this question. And we'll be sending ATRU token your way. Thanks for listening.
0: That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Do take care.